Yeah, I think like you, you need a bit of limitations. Limitations create unique projects. And I feel like exactly what you said, right? At the moment, it's just kind of the race where, you know, technology of augmented reality is, you know, it's not where it should be at the moment. However, artists are pushing it um, in, in ways where, you know what, that once the AR meets them, then you're going to get something that's really, really unique. I love projects and people that refuse to be put into a box because they force all of us to think beyond our own limitations. Our guest today, Art on the Internet, is absolutely no exception to this rule. Although I tried over and over again to pin them down on specifics, I really couldn't get very far with it. In the end, AOI is creating something for and by artists with funding to move NFT, Metaverse, and AR forward, and it sounds like a really cool project. Thanks for listening, and please check out Doki Doki at thegacha.com. That's D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com, D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com. This conversation covers a wide variety of topics in this space, and I look forward to seeing what it evolves into. Yeah, for sure. So, so AI, AOI, um, short for Art and Internet, um, is essentially a, a project which really sort of, um, you know, it's been in probably the works for probably about a year and a bit, but it really sort of came to light probably maybe, oh, maybe like even just one month ago. Um, so it's, uh, it's, you know, it's an offshoot of Future Fund, um, but I'll... Our main objective here is kind of, you know, instead of DeFi, instead of um, sort of crypto world, we focus mainly on the artists. And our, our mission is basically to connect, you know, artists from, you know, the non sort of technical sort of crypto sort of NFT world um, into sort of the, the NFT world. Um, so at the moment, you know, like what, what we've been doing is, you know, it's kind of interesting you said you, know, you want to speak to more artists, but that's pretty much what we've been doing. You know, we've been working and collaborating and speaking with, you know, some of the, the top artists that haven't been in sort of the NFT world yet. And we've kind of like said to them, hey, you know, instead of just copy and pasting your, your, you know, your portfolio into the NFT world, which I think, you know, this is what's happening at the moment, you know, a lot of artists are kind of just jumping on it and they're just literally just, you know, putting their whole portfolio um into an nft and then just selling it like crazy um but our approach is you know slightly different you know we say okay you know, this is what is possible with nfts currently um what do you guys want to see as kind of like nft v2 or, or the future of nfts you know using you know your particular genre of art so depending on what the artist does um we look at you know what's his medium what is his skill sets and then we have a chat so you know what do you actually want to do and then we were like, okay, let's use our technical sort of expertise. You try and, you know, create the NFT of the future that um, that you guys want to create. So that's kind of the original kind of idea behind um, art and internet is, you know, it's it's artists for artists. You know, we're here to help artists. Uh, we're here to sort of create sort of digital galleries that haven't been created before in the metaverse. Um, so at the moment we're, we're speaking with, you know, some proper sort of real-life architects um, that haven't really explored the NFT world, and we're trying to form these partnerships where, you know what, you know, we found a guy who's designed, you know, the actual 
Louvre Museum or the actual, you know, Guggenheim or some of these massive museums and, hey, you know, let's work together. You guys create, you know, uh, a digital museum in one of the three metaverses um, and let's see what we can do about it. So that's kind of like a, a quick sort of spiel about AOI. Kind of backing up a little bit, you're connected to Future Fund, uh, which I've connected with on on Twitter. Are are you a part of Future Fund, or or are you kind of a totally separate person slash entity related to Future Fund and partnered with Future Fund? Um, so we, we're sort of like an offshoot of it, but we we run completely different. Um, our, our ethos is completely different. You know, we're not sort of DeFi focused. We're not, um, I guess, sort of, you know crypto sort of focused um as I said before you know we're, we're more about the artists sure um and we're more you know i, I feel like a lot of the the first generation well not well, we wouldn't call it the first generation but the original sort of um nft projects whether it's the crypto punks or you know the, the kittens that people started um you know pulling out of existence um we kind of take a sort of less sort of technical sort of approach to nfts whereas we just go back to you know as i said before you know it's all about the artists you know we're, we're you know this this whole entity is formed purely for the artists and um that's kind of where we differ from future fund you know future fund is very much sort of a you know crypto investment seed funding all this sort of stuff this quite different you know we're, we're looking to do collaborations with different artists for example um one of the artists that you know we we think is um going to change the world, but not in terms of the art world, but in terms of, I guess, you know, mental health and, and all sorts of stuff is, is Krista Kim. So um, she was one of the first artists that, you know, we, we bought some of her pieces. Um, and more importantly, you know, like we, we invested in one of her pieces called Mars House. Um, and, you know, credits to her, you know, this piece within, you know, a week has been in basically every single publication online, you know, everything possible. Um, but what was unique about this project was, you know, of course, you know, the, the building is really unique. It uses her sort of, um, sort of her Rothko, you know, they call it like, the, you know, she's called a digital Rothko, you know, and, and her pieces are very sort of... Um, a digital what? I'm uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. A digital Rothko. Okay. Mark Rothko. So, so you know, it's, you know, she's worked for Lanvani before, but, but that wasn't it, you know, with this Mars house, what was unique about this project was, you know, when we spoke with her you know um we said to her you know what how can we help you know so with the mars house project you know a lot of the i think 90 percent of the funds generated from this nft purchase um goes towards the continuum foundation um and the continuum foundation um is basically this non-for-profit um and we're going to do tours around different cities um big installations um with you know krista kim um, the other collaborator is, um, you know, the, the guitarist from Smashing Pumpkins. Um, wow. So it's like this project is interesting. You know, although it, it, it's born from, you know, an NFT purchase of a digital sort of architectural piece, it's much more than that. You know, the Continuum Foundation is there to support mental health. It's there to, um, you know, do much more than just art world. So that that's sort of like a good sort of um, sort of genesis on, you know, what we, what we wanted to achieve with AOI. Um, there's several other instances as well with different artists where we're like, hey, you know what, how can we help? That's kind of like our thing, you know, that we speak to artists and we say, you know what, creatively, um, aesthetically, what, what can we do to take to the digital realm and expand on it? 
That's that sounds awesome, and I love this project. And um, obviously, the nonprofit, <clears throat> excuse me, the charitable part of it is very cool. So, let me quickly backtrack real quick. And can you kind of give us? Um, first of all, do you have like? Do you just want to be called Art on Internet, um, or do you have an, an, a name you go by on on the internet, or are you completely anonymous, or kind of what's that story? Um, the, the reason you know why 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 I or we you know, try and stay anonymous is at the moment, um, we are recruiting some really, really sort of talented people to push this space forward. Sure. Um, so, you know, although I'm speaking for AOI now, um, AOI is artists for artists, you know what I mean? Got so um, in the future, you know, it's not just gonna be myself speaking at the moment, you know, if you speak to me in a week's time, you might not be myself, you know, you <laughs> might be someone who's, you know, um, you know, far more talented, far more creative, someone who's, you know, you know, super excited, super passionate, you know, these are the people at the moment that we're looking for um, and we're looking to hire. So Very we're cool. in a phase of the moment where we're, you know, we're, you know, and this is the amazing thing about NFTs and, and sort of this whole industry is that this sort of network effect where artists link with artists and, 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 you know, you have one artist whose best friends is this other artist and, and straight away, you know, you link with one and you link with another and eventually, you know, you know, within 24 hours, you know, I remember the, the first time we, we sort of dived into the space, within 24 hours, the amount of incredible artists that we linked with, the amount of passion between all these sort of people, um, I was amazed. I was like, you know what, you know, in the sort of the crypto space, the DeFi space, um, you think the network effects are strong. In the NFT space, even crazier, you know, it, it's, 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 you know, you, you buy one piece on one of the platforms and then straight away, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 artists reach out to you and say, you know what, um, you know, I saw you purchase this piece. Um, if you like this sort of art, um, have a look at some of these other artists. You know, I remember one of the first bits we did, you know, we outbid this, um, this, this guy and randomly, you know, he wrote to us on Twitter and he was like, hey, you know, like, you know, you, you outbid me. Uh, but you know what doesn't matter and then we started talking and next minute you know we're both sharing art with each other and, and I nice. thought that was quite a, a really special sort of um, element about this sort of um, up-and-coming NFT space. Yeah, I think that um, uh, you see that all day every day in Twitter with with the NFT world You know, obviously artists want to sell more of their own art but I think the the beauty of what's happening is, is that artists are all supporting and promoting each other. The one of the artists that I'm interviewing, um, Saturday, uh, her entire timeline is promoting other artists and, you know, probably one in a hundred things in her timeline are, are her own art. And I think that's just kind of what happens in the art world is that they're really looking to boost each other. Um, and they're not, it's not as money focused, but I think the other beautiful thing about the NFT world is, is that it's an opportunity for um, artists to do a little bit less of the struggling and a little bit more creation. So I, I think that's, that's fantastic too. So. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, you, you raise a very valid point. It's just this, this moment in time where, where technology meets art meets finance and, and it's just, it's, it, it's, you know, like just watching this space grow in the last, you know, even two years is, is incredible. You know, it's, it's something that, um, you know, I think what's happening at the moment, you know, I, which, which I find interesting as well, you know, you're starting to see a lot of these new, you know, celebrity backed NFT platforms that are literally just, just 
grabbing any sort of celebrity and, and creating an NFT out of them and using their sort of um, their big follow account to, I guess, you know, sell as many sort of celebrity funded NFTs as possible. So I feel like in terms of the, if you talk about the pure artists, there is at the moment, you know, I think there's going to be a, a, a sort of like a, a sort of clash between, you know, pure artists and celebrity artists. Sure. Um, and, and this is the thing that, you know, we spoke with a few artists about and, you know, it's, yeah, like it's when this happens, right, there's going to be dilution. There's going to be sort of, you know, you know, what is a true artist versus a celebrity sort of created sort of image of themselves? You know what I mean? So it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, so we want to support more sort of uh, real, like, you know, more of the artist sort of side rather than sort of the celebrity, um, you know, the musicians and, and the, you know, the the, 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 the movie stars and, and all that sort of stuff. Sure, that, that's that's part of it as well, but from from AI's core, you know, it, it is about sort of um, the future of of real artists. That's that's I think that's obviously an admirable approach, and I think it's part of what needs to happen. And I think it's look, I think what's happening in this industry is what happens every time humans have something that makes money, right? It's it's people go for the initially go for the fastest grab they can um, to make money, and um, in the meantime, some of the folks who should be benefiting the most from from the innovation aren't necessarily able to claw their ways out. But um, after things settle down and a foundation is built, um, and even even after a crash of of sorts, um, what comes out of that is, I think, the things that have more lasting value. So I think it's smart to to be investing in what you would call, you know, true artists um, now um, as things pr progress in the space. I, I think that's uh, I think that's fantastic. Um, if you were are, now for yourself, are you are you an artist yourself, or you just have a love of art? And um, are you, as one of the founders of this, um, is that kind of what's driving you? What what's um, what what got you into this? Yes, it's just a question. You know, um, art has always been a core to to you know what what I've done my whole life um, in terms of you know from. Basically, yeah, art, art and design is, is a core to what I've done. You know, in, in some of our other businesses, you know, we've done interior design, we've done brand design, we've done marketing, we've done a whole broad range of things. And and, and, and for our past sort of, you know, last few years, we have worked with, you know, different artists for um, different sort of projects. So I have interacted and, and sort of, you know, engaged with a lot of different um, creatives and, and artists in the past. So... I've always had a soft spot for artists and, and helping artists and, and um, doing things which really showcase their work. Because I, I kind of feel like, as well, you know, kind of what you said before, I feel like the, you know, this, this industry as well is because, you know, at the beginning of this NFT, it's such a cash grab. Um, there's a lot of, you know, artists and there's a basically, you know, there's a lot of good, bad, mediocre, basically everyone is basically... <laughs> throwing any images they've created online in the hopes of, of selling their pieces, you know? So yep. um, it's, yeah, it, it is kind of bridging that sort of, you know, part of our theory is that we, we don't want artists that are there purely for the money, right? It goes back to that sort of idea behind this, you know what? Sure, NFTs is a really good way of, of raising funds, right? But at the end of the day, you know, we want the artists to use the funds 
in a manner which helps and, and pushes society forward. Um, that element is super important to the ethos of, of AOI um, because, yeah, like it's that's one of the things, you know, when we speak to any artist and say, hey, you know, we love to purchase, you know, the next, you know, six of your pieces, um, but we want to find out, you know, more about, you know, apart from this art, you know, what else do you guys want to do? You know, like how, are there anything, you know, on the back of your mind um, that, that you guys want to achieve you know one of the artists uh, that we spoke to earlier on as well um does amazing sort of um you know animations and visuals and you know you you might have you know seen a lot of her work um you know she recently did you know the, the uniswap video people please you know filter out the videos and just really really oh, cool yeah. stuff um so you know I, I had a chat with her you know a few months ago and um we got talking and then I was like, you know what, what, if you could do anything right now, what would it be? Um, and she said, you know what, I would love to create a foundation and help animals. Um, so it, it's stuff like that, which I think using NFT as a medium and using your, your, your artwork and talent, um, we can tie in other stuff to this. You know, you, of course, you can sell your artwork and make a lot of money. You can, you know, use the network effects and, you know, you know, attract a lot of people and connect a lot of people. But I still feel that the the core element is if you can do something more for society through your artwork, um, I think that's a really powerful medium. So that's one of sort of, I guess, the aspects of, of AOI, which kind of, it, it's not really, it, it is art, but we want to do more than that. We want to give back to society. We want the artists to give back to society. Um, it will, and eventually, right, you know, once we're, we're fully launched, you know, at the moment, you know, we're still in our sort of nascent stage. Um, eventually, you'll probably see a lot more sort of philanthropic um, sort of elements that come out of AOI. Um, but at the moment, um, it's, it's still a work in progress. Okay, so th that's fascinating. And I love the fact that you're that you're asking artists those questions because um, obviously um, if they can combine um, a love of art and creating along with um, something in society that they want to make better, um, I think obviously what you get out of that at the end is, is even better both sides of that equation. If, if you were to kind of, <clears throat> and I don't want to put you in a box, so I don't if, if you're not, but if you were going to kind of categorize yourself your or AOI, not yourself, but the, the organization, would you think of yourself as kind of um, an, an artist investment fund, an artist growth fund? What, how, how do you kind of pitch yourself to artists in terms of what you do? Is your approach to artists that you will be buying artwork and helping them to achieve the things they want to achieve? Is it that you want to invest in them so that they can create artwork and put it onto the market kind of how how do you all approach those interactions so yes yeah, a really interesting question a lot of sort of nft um based sort of funds focus on you know whether it's you know the metaverse lands where photos on the platforms um our approach is kind of kind of like in a way kind of the opposite um it's you know it's <laughs> It's not a sort of, um, hmm, how can I explain it? A, a lot of funds, the first focus is on return on investment. Um, with AOI, it's kind of, you know what, we focus on the artists first. You know, we, we take the risk of, of buying artwork 
that you know may not make a lot of money in the long term, but we believe in the artist. So it's it's the opposite of um, like any crypto fund or any sort of DeFi based fund sort of thinking. It's kind of like you know what, who are the top artists that that want to change the world? Um, how can we help them? Um, so it's kind of a more abstract approach than a a structured sort of um, yeah a structured approach if, if that makes sense um, yeah so I can explain it hmm. so so you kind of see yourself as um, uh, look I mean I think I, I obviously there's funding behind what you're doing so you all have a goal to I would assume that some of the works that you purchase from some of these artists eventually have greater value than what you paid for them. That would, I would assume would be part of what you're doing, but that you, that you really are approaching this from the perspective of, of as we invest in artists, yes, there's a, there's a potential financial return on what we're doing, but if we're driven by making the art world better and the life of artists better and giving back to the world or the planet or people in some way that that's reward in itself that will likely also um, boost what you're doing as an investment in art. Am I even close to what? Yeah, that's no, that, that's a really good way of saying it because in a sense, right, you know, like pretty much like it's, I don't want to say that you know what we look into artists and we look at artists which you know in in six months time you know their pieces are going to 10x in value all this sort of stuff sure you know you can look at it that way um and you can be very sort of strategic about it however with the aoi approach we don't want to look at it that way um it's almost like the chicken versus the egg you know we focus on the artists first we focus on you know creating a platform um a medium that allows artists to help artists and artists to create you know at the moment you know we are working with uh you know i can't really reveal the, the project yet um but we are working with a, a, a you know a really strong sort of development team to really question you know what is the future of nfts kind of like before i said you know before we've got nft v1 what's nft v2 um and you know at the moment we're speaking to probably to, with about probably 50 to 100 different artists um, and hopefully, you know, these artists will, will launch the next generation of NFTs on this particular platform. Um, and exactly like what you said, you know, it's it's really about, you know, humanity and understanding um, the values of the next generation of artists coming up. One of the artists that we spoke to, um, you know, really, really unique, you know, he, he uh, you know, we, we met via, you know, Super Rare and, you know, I hopped on a call ride and, um, you know, at first I thought it was just him, and then next minute, you know, his his longtime you know partner or his wife was next to him. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, and from that conversation, we realized that his pieces, right, were actually created by, you know, it's a husband and wife team. Um, and the oh. NFT platforms at the moment, right, don't allow for you know dual um, ownership of the NFT. So uh. straight away, because of this right, we're like, oh, okay, interesting. You know, it was like, okay, why don't we create an NFT platform that allows multiple um, different wallets of ownership um, for the NFTs? And then we got talking and he was like, you know, I've heard all this stuff about it. Ethereum being, you know, 
um, you know, not friendly on the environment and all this sort of stuff. And then, you know, through that sort of evolution, we talked about, okay, you know what, why don't we tie that thing about where, you know what, um, any artist who mint an NFT can also straight away, you know, add a percentage of their profits, right, towards a charity wallet. So, so through these sort of conversations with, um, with artists, right, you know, it's, I always find it's capturing these sort of human qualities in the digital world. Um, and I think that's that, that sort of, that sort of world where it's kind of like humanity meets technology. Um, that's where I think, you know, the, the future potential of, of NFTs can really, um, help the world. I, I think that makes a ton of sense. And I think, look, I, I think when, when people are creating something and they know that, that what they're creating, if there's a platform built that allows them to create things and sell those things, um, and then have a percentage of that or a piece of that also benefiting humanity, then I think that the inspiration for creating the art becomes even greater, right? I think you get better art that way. So, mm. uh, and I don't mean that as like you're, uh, you know, you're 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 trying to incentivize them with good feelings to create better art because they're obviously you're you're talking to accomplished artists. But I think the idea is is that 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 whole thing creates a better a better experience for everyone involved in the process. The person buying the art, the person creating the art. Um, and the NFT space in general. So I, I think that's a really cool approach. I, I think that's um, so. You guys are are really working hard, not only at 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 helping artists, but you're also looking at ways that you can innovate in in terms of building a platform um, to enable some of the ideas that you have to improve the NFT scene. Is that what I got from from what you were just talking it's about? Exactly. You know, it comes under what I said before, you know, it, it's artists for artists, you know, and, and, and this is the thing, you know, if, if you don't speak to the artists and you don't really try and understand the core of their work, you know, what, another, you know, another thing that's interesting is that, you know, with a lot of, especially um, the photographers um, and the people that are a lot of high res stuff, you know, they're all saying, you know, what, currently with a lot of the NFTs is limited by the, the size of the file, the quality of the file and, and then, like, you know, we can't really showcase the true potential of our work. You know, our work is always dumbed down. Um, and then, sure, you know, the the collector may have ownership of the piece, but then we'll have to send the actual files. And so there's a lot of breakdowns in that sort of in that sort of world. Interesting. Um, so, yes. So I think it, it's spot on what you're saying. You know, it, it's artists for artists. You know, I think that that's, that's kind of the, the philosophy we have. It's kind of, you know, it, it, it kind of echoes out a lot of the – I guess the decentralized finance and a lot of the crypto world, you know, the community driven sort of elements. And I think like, you know, instead of community driven, this is artist driven. Um, and hopefully, you know, you know, through our, our technical partners, you know, we can connect, you know, the artists with the technical capabilities of creating something that hasn't been done before. Um, as well as that, you know, we, we are, as I said before, you know, we are actually working on, on the metaverse as well. Um, we really feel that the, the metaverse, um, although it's still in super early stages, um, is going to be probably the future. Um, you know, we, we spoke to some really, really cool people. Um, there's, you know, the guys from Superworld, you know, it, it's really, really interesting to see um, what the future is. Um, and, 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 and I think what's more interesting is that, you know, at the moment, you know, it's 
I think with the way NFTs are moving as well, like the, the future can can go two ways very, very easily. You know, the it could be, you know, the augmented reality world where, you know, NFTs are pegged to your geolocation. So people will own um, you know, digital pieces of art which are pegged to the particular street you're walking in, or it could be all in, you know, the metaverse. It could all be in a digital world, a digital, you know, um, like the central land or a voxel, you know, so I feel like there's, there's there's both approaches that are happening at the moment. Um, we're not sure which approach will be likely the winner, but then again, something like this, you know, there is no winner or loser. I think both directions will work um, quite well. So in terms of the metaverse, you were speaking earlier about architects and, and obviously the uh, Krista Kemp piece was, was, a house, right? Um, so is that kind of where you kind of expect yourselves to be involved be, or, or do you think that you'll be involved in all aspects of kind of the metaverse in terms of art, clothing, architecture, those kinds of things? What, Where do you kind of see that going for you? The best way to explain this is, you know, I, I'm only, you know, one of, you know, probably you know, I, I'll be the first to admit, you know, I, I'm not the, the metaverse expert. However, you know, we are looking for the metaverse expert to come on board. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like, like it's with what we do is it's all about collaboration. You know, it's not like, a, you know, it's like that, you know, I have all the knowledge and it must be done in one particular way. It's quite the opposite. You know, it's like, okay, who are the industry leaders of this field at the moment? Um, you know, how do we find them? How, how do we chat with them? How do we see you know, the, how we can collaborate and, and, and make the metaverse better for all the participants. Um, so it's, I think in this space as well, it's all about partnerships. Um, and that's why, you know, with AOI, you know, before you said, you know, is it, you know, why I'm remaining anonymous? It's not that I'm trying to remain anonymous. It's more the fact that, you know, we, we are, a, you know, we, we, we are part of a, a bigger sort of movement, you know, and, and for, for me to put my name on one sort of element, I think it, it's not right. You know, I think, over the next few months, you're going to start to see on Twitter, uh, when I'll all engage. Um, we, lost the you there for, we lost you there for one second. You were saying over the next few months and then you broke up. Can you start there? Oh, yeah. No, so, so, so over the next few months, you'll start seeing um, a couple of our colleagues pop up on, on Twitter. Um, and these sort of colleagues will inter interact with sort of different segments um of digital art um nfts digital real estate all this sort of stuff um and yeah so so i think what we said we were still in the early stages um in the next few months you'll probably see a bit more on what, what we're about um yeah so it should be interesting the next few months it, it sounds fascinating although we can't put you into like a box or a category um, I'm I'm so fascinated by the freedom with which you guys get are kind of operating right now, where it's um, kind of an exploration. Uh, it sounds like you have some very specific things uh, in mind as a team or as a group, um, but that <clears throat> that um, you're giving yourselves a lot of freedom to kind of explore what's possible and to bring in people that understand. Um, aspects of this world to help you make decisions about what you want it to be and where you want it to go. Am, am I correct in that interpretation? 
Yeah, I, I think that's 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 probably you know I like if you want to create something that is unique and something that changes the world, you can't do it alone. Um, and the best way to do it is you know collaborate with like-minded people, people who want to push the space forward, um, people who are passionate. Um, and I feel like you know even you know what you're doing with this podcast, you know like when I was listening to your podcast before, I think it's it, it's brilliant. You know what like the you know. The, the amount of research you've done, you know, before you speak to these sort of people, everyone you speak to is super passionate. Um, everyone is, is you know, has such a strong understanding on on their own sort of particular sort of disciplines. Um, I think, yeah, yeah collaboration um, is definitely the the key to building a unique future. Um, yeah, so I, I yeah, that's. That's exciting. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, for the kind words. That's nice. If you um, currently, you you said you guys were kind of hiring for some roles. What kinds of things and people are you are you looking for to kind of augment your team? Ooh. you mentioned metaverse expertise earlier. Um, yeah, definitely metaverse expertise. You know, we we do have a really really strong. Um, architect company that 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 you know where we actually worked with for another project um and they want to explore you know nfts and and, and all sorts of stuff as well so um as part of the exploration you know um we are sort of you know discussing kind of it's quite interesting so, so with a lot of architects it's they they make their money by creating real life buildings so you know, they, they do a lot of their concepts in sort of their own sort of virtual world anyway, right? But until it actually gets built, um, that's when they get paid. Um, so, so what's interesting with that sort of artist, right, is that, you know, when they do build a, you know, a metaverse sort of project, right, where does the money come from? You know what I mean? Um, so I think it's, it, it's funny because uh, if you have the architect sort of hat on and you want to develop for the metaverse, um, there's a lot of contradicting ideas and I feel like that's that's kind of where we come in and say, hey, you know what, you can't think of designing for the metaverse like an actual building where, you know what, you design the concept, they pay you for the concept fee and then they pay you for the build fee um, and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So in terms of the, the metaverse, I feel like you have a lot more flexibility in designing things which um, don't actually need to function as well. Um, so that's, I think, where creativity can really um, go through the roof. Um, but, yeah, so but with this particular architecture company, you know, they, they've designed crazy stuff before, you know, like, you know, like you just wanted them to design, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> um, a whole city on Mars, actual oh, wow. city, you know. Uh, you know so, so there's a lot of, in terms of the understanding of, of buildings and how it interacts with humanity and all this sort of stuff, these guys are the absolute gurus of it. Um, but it's about, you know what, how can they do that in a more simplified manner? Because at the end of the day, a lot of these metaverses are just central land and a few others. There's not much you can do in terms of the, the super detailed nature of the, 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 the buildings. The buildings are actually quite simple in form. Um, you can't do crazy curves or, or, or wild stuff. Um, but... Yeah, but I definitely think that, you know what, the it'll be cool to, at the moment, you know, a lot of the NFT stores are just website-based. Um, I feel like in the next few months, once the these sort of galleries are sort of up to scratch or, or to a certain level, I feel like 
you know, you're, you're going to start seeing a Sotheby's sort of virtual gallery, virtual museum. You start seeing a Christie's virtual museum. Um, and you might even see artwork, which is only sold in the, the, the metaverse. Um, so I think that's when that happens. I think that's when, when I think the whole level of, um, of buildings um, will increase. Um, and we really want to be there um, in the forefront for when that happens. So, so our idea behind this sort of um, museum or this sort of building is basically, you know what, how can we design, you know, a building that, that encapsulates, um, I guess, all the, the ethos of, of NFTs amongst all the different sectors. So there could be particular levels we design purely for augmented reality NFTs, or there could be a level designed purely for, um, you know, just static NFTs. Um, so, so it's kind of like, yeah, we want to look into those areas of saying, you know, are building designed for different layers of NFTs or, you know, other stuff as well. That's fascinating. You know, when you were talking about architects and, um, you know, obviously uh, my experience with architects has been that, that m many of them are, um, obviously artists in their own way in, in creating these structures, but they often are um, limited or must change what they envision based on the practical application of real world materials and, or building codes or whatever else may interfere with them. And it's interesting to hear that while the, you would think that the, the metaverse, the virtual world would actually free them because as you said, there are no, <clears throat> kind of real world constraints on what they create. In fact, the constraints of the technology actually limits how far they can take it as well. So it's um, that's that's got to be a really interesting place for 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 being an architect at the moment, based on the um, the 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 idea that they can they can go crazy creating really cool things, but they can't go too crazy creating really cool things because the tech won't let them. Whereas in the real world. Um, they can actually do things like curved walls and 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 strange things that can be molded in in real life. That's that's very interesting. So oh, that's cool. Um, and I think you're right. Look, I think things are going to evolve and change. And um, I don't think anyone necessarily definitively knows where the metaverse is going or the NFT role of uh, it w within those worlds. Um, I do think that the that the augmented reality piece has got some really um, amazing potential um, and and for what it can be and can do. Um, this is so far from art, but my my son and I were very, my son's a 14, he's a Minecraft player. And we were very excited when, when Minecraft came out with an AR version. But what we envisioned for the AR version was that um, the things that you built and create would live um, in these physical spaces, so down the street from our home or whatever, and that other people within that world would come along and see those creations, right, and be able to interact with them. And that's not that's not what the Microsoft Minecraft team created. They created it so that just it only existed for you. It didn't exist for other people to see in this, you know, across the planet. That as you were journeying physically, you could actually interact with the AR of it. So I think that there's. Um, a great deal of potential to blend art and architecture into the AR world um, from the perspective of whether that's metaverse or NFT or whatever. Um, but I also think obviously the, the, the ability to create within these virtual worlds um, is amazing as well. I, 
<clears throat> I I can't imagine what it's going to be like for you all to kind of have a a role of trying to define some of these things um, or or guide the the definition of where these things head versus kind of naturally letting them happen and flow and being a part of them. It, is that something you you're kind of discussing the fact that on one hand you probably want to influence some of the paths based on what the artists and the architects and the people that you want to work with want to do. Uh, but on the other hand, the, the platforms that exist and their capabilities limit you, but also have a direction they want to go. Is that, is that part of what you're planning to hope to deal with as an organization? Yeah, I, I think the, as you said before, you know, the, when things are easy, I feel like it may not be the right path. And, and I feel like you need limitations in order to truly create um, something that, that's unique. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of these architects are, are so accustomed. I think that's what, what, what makes good architects, like what you said about good artists, right? It's the ability to, yeah, I think like you, you need a bit of limitations. Limitations create unique projects. And I feel like exactly what you said, right? At the moment, it's that's kind of the race where, you know, technology of augmented reality is, you know, it's not where it should be at the moment. However, artists are pushing it um, in, in ways where, you know what, that once the AR meets them, then you're going to get something that's really, really unique. Um, so I think theoretically and visually, artists can still push the world of, of AR. Um, whether it works or not, um, I feel like that's sort of another story because artists can always use renderings and to create what, what, it, what it kind of looks like from a third party. Whether you put on the AI glasses and see exactly the same thing, probably not. Um, so I feel like you said before, you know, it, it isn't about sort of controlling the narrative, but it is about more free flow. You know, it, it is about um, nurturing talent. And it is about, um, you know, kind of what you said before, you know, we're, we're not here to sort of box people in. We're here to create possibilities. Um, and sometimes, you know, it, it is so abstract in the way where, you know, it, you know we'll, we'll pursue a project and it goes nowhere. You know, it literally just this becomes an exploration. And then after one month, we're like, okay, this was an interesting idea. We learned about it. Uh, we tried these sort of um, you know, new ways to, to produce a certain object or a particular piece. Um, and after all, we realized, okay, it's actually physically impossible or financially impossible to create this. Um, but it was a good understanding. It was a good, um, I guess, learning curve for it. So there, there is a... I think in, in this sort of creative space, there is always a, a certain level of, of failure that I feel like you have to um, be willing to accept. Um, and kind of as you said before, you know, we're, we're lucky in our situation where we can sort of take a bit more, you know, failures and, and a bit more um, exploratory time than a lot of other companies. Um, just because, you know, the, the way we're funded and, and the way, um, you know, we want to do things is, is, is a little bit different from, from, for example, like an art fund. Um, yeah. And I think that makes a ton of sense. And look, those, those layers of failure are what build what eventually becomes, you know, the thing that's, that people love. Right. So, and, and that's true in tech, that's true in any endeavor is that, that you try things, you push things, you realize that's not the direction it can go at this time. And so you, you find another way to where, what your end goal ultimately would be. So I think that makes a ton of sense. And and actually it's it's not a lot different than than companies that are creating new tech or a new product or whatever else. So they they, they have to try things and fail and 
and start again and and try to get back to where they wanted to be or where they wanted to be changes because they realized something even more brilliant than what they originally had hoped. So um, I think that's that's got the potential. You mentioned kind of the funding mechanism. Is there, a, um, and you don't have to disclose anything you can't, but is there is there an organization or are there a group of people behind what you're doing? Is this funded by you and others that are a part of it? Um, can you give me some insights there and kind of how you how you came about how it's how it all started? Good question. Um, hmm, the funding of it. That's a very good question. Um, the best way to explain it, you know what, is we're, we're an offshoot of Future Fund um, and you know, we, we have an allocation of, of certain funds that, that goes towards this sort of um, exploratory um, sort of art sort of, um, I wouldn't call it investing, but sort of exploratory sort of um, and, and basically for this art movement, which we want to help artists um, and basically help philanthropic sort of ideas as well. So, you know, in a way, in AOI is, I, I, if, you, if we would call it, you know, is it designed to make profit? Um, probably not. But in terms of what we want to achieve, right, you know, we, we are pushing hard. You know, we, we are very... I think it's like anything, right? It's um, collecting art is not like uh, you're investing in a company. You know, you can't look at the variables of, of what makes a, a company successful. So you have to use sort of different sort of parameters to to sort of, I guess, look at art if you, if, if you want to look at it financially. Um, whereas with us, right, you know, it's, it's more than just a financial sort of project, right? We want to really push this forward. And I think pushing the space forward is more important than making a financial gain out of it. You know, if you want to make a financial gain out of it, you know, we can, we can invest money in other areas, um, which we do with Future Fund. Um, so, yeah, as I said before, you know, AOI is focused, you know, purely on developing artists, developing on this particular industry. Um, making money is not the, the, the core of, of what we're here for. Got it. Now that's, that's fantastic. I mean, I think uh, uh, that gives you a certain freedom um, to experiment and innovate and um, bring on artists that um, – reduces significantly kind of the overall pressure to compromise, right? So um, it, it gives you the ability to really create a vision for what you think this world can be and how it can impact everyone, uh, humanity, artists, tech, whatever, um, without having to say, well, will we have uh, X return, 5X return within the next five years? It's more how do we measure um, what our impact has been, I guess, at that point, right? It's, it's, um, and, and I guess that's something you all decide within your organization, but I certainly think that's, um, a fascinating way to be able to operate. And frankly, um, personally, in my experience, um, people that operate that way end up making substantial amounts of money anyway. So uh, I think that's also potentially what comes from it. And, and I think that what's important, you know, you, you mentioned this as an organization. I, I wouldn't call us as an organization, you know. It's, okay. It's we, we, we're almost like, you know, like, you know, I don't want to say it was, you know, it's a bit cliche to say we're decentralized, right? But, you know, we're actually just a, a core of, you know, people from different parts of the world who each have a vision um, and expertise in a particular field. 
Um, and we literally want to work together in, in pushing the whole space forward. So as I said before, you know, although I'm, I'm here for this interview, I, I'm not the, the expert on, you know, A to Z field. You know, I, I'm, sure. I may know something about one particular industry, but it's the ability to, to connect with the other experts and brainstorm together and work on projects together. That's where I think what makes AOI unique is that, you know, each of these people, right, own, have their own businesses, you know what I mean? Um, and each of these people, you know, have their own businesses, have their own interests, they have their own um, unique set of eyes and vision. And AOI is about connecting all these different peoples together from around the world um, and to work on sort of unique projects that um, change the world. Um, so that's where, you know, it's not, you know, I said before, you know, like, you know, where does it get funded from, right? The funding can come from, you know, different things. You know, if a project and if a project combines four different companies, each of these companies produces different sort of items, um, you know, there might not be any funding. You know, each, each, each person might contribute in, in a different medium. So in terms of like an organization where it's funded by, you know, a fiat currency and the fiat currency is budgeted towards certain sort of projects, this is almost like, like a grassroots sort of um, creation where it's kind of like, okay, this is what we want to achieve. These are the contributors to achieve this. Each contributor, um, you know, gives an X amount of whether it's, you know, some sort of service or some sort of contribution, whatever, whatever, whatever. And collectively, right, um, we create something that's life-changing. That's, that's awesome. I, I, it's fascinating and you can't put it in a box and it's, uh, it's very cool conceptually. If, if AOI buys an artist's art, is that, is that art that belongs to the collective of people that are creating AOI or is it the specific person that's part of AOI that bought the art? So a lot of the art um, that's purchased at the moment, actually all of the art that's purchased at the moment is, is purchased by, um, by myself. Uh, okay. However, um, so to, to, for example, like the mask house, it's all purchased by myself. However, there are certain pieces which are purchased by, n not by myself. Right, they're, they're, they're purchased by other collectors, right? Um, these collectors, um, you could think of AI as almost like you know, when we build this sort of gallery space, there's going to be benefactors, there's going to be other collectors which want nice. their piece shown um, as part of the collection of AI. Um, so at the moment, you know, we, we do have a few um, other collectors that have pieces within the AI sort of um, group of artists. Um, so it's yeah, like as, as it grows bigger and bigger, you will see certain pieces that are collected by some, some you know, some quite big, big collectors outside of the NFT space. Um, so we are, yeah, so, 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 so you, know, in, you know, we do focus on artists, but on the other side of things, right, we do focus on collectors. Um, and, you know, we, we have had some really, really big collectors of, for example, Banksy, right? And we've had, had, you know, probably one of the largest collectors of Banksy, um, want to want to sort of get into NFTs. Um, so, with with regards to these, you know, who actually you know, good good friend of ours, we're like, okay, you know what, um, you know, let's talk about NFTs. Let's let's talk about what you guys want to collect. Uh, we can be the medium for you guys to collect artwork with. Um, 
and let's see how we can partner together. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's, it's, as we grow as well, and you, you'll start seeing that, um, you know, a lot of our pieces won't, that we purchase won't be just one particular aesthetic um, because certain sort of um, industry leaders that, 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 that are collectors as part of us, um, they like to focus on a different genre of art. So sure. um, our range will, at the moment, curation is an element which I think a lot of these sort of NFT platforms need to work on. Um, so even with our own collection, we need to think of ways to create art. Because at the moment, you know, if you go to OpenSea, um, there's not, you can't really create it. It's just literally every single piece you buy, whether it's chronological order or by price ascending order, that's how it's displayed. You yeah. can't display it exactly via the particular medium behind it. So uh, curation is another element which I think, yeah, we, we, we're, we're looking at at the moment to, to try and solve a lot of issues um, with it. Um, so to answer your question, yeah, so AOI is about curation. Um, it's a curation of, you know, for us, ownership really doesn't matter um, because a lot of the pieces we're collecting, we're not here to sell it. You know, but we're here to help the artists. We're here to curate um, the future of art. So, um, yeah, like the ownership, yeah, it does, it, for us, it doesn't really matter because, you know what, we're here to hold the art. We're here to create galleries for the art. We're here to, to create a movement. Um, so, you know, buying art is, um, yeah, I said before, you know, buying art is more than just, you know, paying for art and it goes to the artist, right? When we, when, like most of the time, if you see us purchase, you know, a particular piece from an artist, um, if you, if you dive deeper and said, Hey, like, what's this about? You know, what, like, like, and why did you guys just buy, you know, three pieces of, you know, these new up and coming artists that nobody's ever heard of. Um, if you dive deeper in that, you, you, you know, you realize that, you know, the reason why about those pieces lies deeper than the better artwork. Um, nice. Most likely, you know, we've got some collaboration with that artist. Um, the artist has, um, you know, a unique, a unique app or a unique foundation or a unique mission that he wants funding for to achieve that. Um, and that's where we step in and basically help them. Very cool. That's, that's awesome. What's been the, um, as you're talking to, um, curators in the, in the real, uh, the, the traditional art world, how, how are those folks responding to what's happening in this NFT world? I mean, is it, I mean, obviously you're talking to people that are interested in it, in, in NFT, but have you also had interactions with people in the traditional world and who think, who don't understand it, who think it's crazy, who, are excited by the potential for it? Kind of, do you have a feel for kind of what you're seeing out there? Yeah, a good example is people, right? You know, the the, the price that was paid for that work, a lot of big collectors were like, you know what, I could I could have bought a Picasso, or I could have bought a you know a Rothko, <laughs> I could have bought a you know all these sort of big names for it, and um, that's kind of like I think where that sort of the shock element comes in. Um, but it's, but, you know, to the other extent, you know, it's that sort of network effect. It's that ability that connects into sort of the, the, the crypto investors. Um, that's where I think it is. It's quite, quite unique, which they don't understand. Um, but then once they understand it, right. And once they, the, the, the best way to, I think, connect an artist that comes to the traditional world into the crypto world is give them a modern artist that, um, that can relate to that is in the NFT world. Um, for example, one of the artists that, um, 
we really really like. Um, he's his artist called Young Jake. Um, so you know he he's one he's of the. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Uh, he, his name is Young Jake. Young Jake. Okay. Yeah. So so he's one of the probably the, the most creative, um, talented people across all the mediums. He raps. He sings. He creates videos. He's most famous for his emoji ink. Um, so he's basically created this app which so people can draw using emojis. Uh, and we collected three of these huh. pieces right at the beginning um, of his emoji portraits. So I saw the Steve Jobs is, one. Exactly. That's, that, that's his, his, yeah, there's a that's Steve beautiful. Jobs one. Um, you know, we were lucky to get the Daft Punk. Uh, we got the Kanye one and then we got the Elon Musk one as well right at the beginning. Um, and, you know, he's an artist which, you know, at the moment in the NFT world, um, I don't think people know him. You know, but you know, in the actual sort of art music world, he's known by everyone. You know, he, he designed one of Kanye's controversial um, album covers. Um, but this was a primary artist, right? Where you know, um, what, when we showed one of our um, um, our you know our, our collectors, right? Um, this lady was like, "Oh, um, I've seen this before. I I I know this piece from somewhere." Um, I, I, I've heard of this artist. She does pictures with him. She like, couldn't remember the name, but subconsciously though, she's like, hang on a minute. I've seen this artist before. I know this artist. I've seen him in some magazines. And then straight away, you know, she got on the phone, spoke to her daughter, and, and, and then daughter was like, oh, yeah, I know this artist too. And they're like, oh, yeah, we saw this artist too. So that was a good example of an artist where um, in sort of the, uh, the you know, the, the, the music sort of creative art world, he's known, right? Um, but his emoji sort of paintings are modern enough to really kind of connect into sort of the NFT sort of digital world with this sort of the old art collecting world. Um, but that was one example where I, I thought it was quite unique where this, this, this lady who was, you know, slightly older, collected more sort of the, you know, the real high-end paintings actually was like, oh, I know this artist. I've seen it before. So it's, that was, that was that's cool. A, 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 yeah, that's cool how thing. they. I think that's a that's an awesome bridge, right, between between the worlds. It's like, wait a minute, they're doing this digitally, and we also know them out here in the real world. So, oh, maybe we should look cl more closely at at this. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think that it's, it's going to happen more and more. Um, you know, the, if you go to the other end of the spectrum, you know, NBA top shots. That's like a completely different ballpark, right? Um, that's nothing to do with artists. That's literally just commercializing, you know, an, an, you know, an, an already existing um, large fan base, which I think is, you know, very, very profitable in what they're doing. You're starting to see a lot of, um, we're actually working with, um, this is this is not quite AOI, but they're quite another little side project. We're speaking with a lot of um, Korean uh, music producers. Um, and we're looking at ways of, of bridging sort of Korean music producers, I mean, Korean music artists, um, into the NFT world, combining with social tokens. Um, so social tokens is another thing which I'm like absolutely fascinated about. Yeah, um, me too. It's one of the yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like I, I, I like you know I, I really think that the the future of this is a combination of um, social tokens combined with NFTs with some sort of subscription, sort of voting, sort of mechanisms. You know what? Throw in some DeFi elements in there as well. Um, and I, like, you know, that's, that's really, I think where this sort of NFT world will, will, will head towards. Um, so not with AOI, uh, well, sort of with AOI, not quite yet. Um, 
that's one area that we're, we're trying to sort of learn and understand at the moment. Um, and we're working with, you know, this powerhouse of a, um, of a dev team to try and bring it into fruition. Um, but that's still probably like maybe one to two months down the track. Um, but when that platform launches, I think that's going to be super, super exciting. That sounds great. I, I mentioned to you earlier, I'm interviewing um, coin artist. I don't know if you're familiar with, with her. Um, but in 2013, she created some artworks that were actual puzzles or riddles that if someone could solve the art, they could um, gain access to a wallet with Bitcoin in it. Um, oh, yeah. and, I, and I so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so she now has a, a uh, a gaming company that is um, a cyberpunk uh, styled um, gaming slash metaverse world with NFT in it. And she has created a social token called coin around her brand um, where she is also doing, and I don't have all the details yet because I haven't interviewed her yet, but where she's also doing um, sharded NFTs for the holders of her social token. Um, so I think there's all kinds of interesting models happening, but when you said that to me, I was like, wait, so much of what you're talking about here relevant to social tokens and tokens and DeFi, she's also doing farming and, and, and some, some other things around her token that, um, sounded very similar to what, uh, what you kind of are envisioning for where you think social tokens and <laughs> NFT goes. Yeah. Cause I think that it's at the moment, a lot of crypto native people understand this but a lot of artists have literally like, it, it's, it's quite a new sort of idea for them. And to create a platform that's, you know, allows anyone to create any social token straight away, a fundraising mechanism that links into um, their own token plus an NFT platform, which allows them to launch stuff on it um, and complete flexibility, you know, no hidden fees, no, you know, it's a decentralized platform that gives back to the community. There's no one centralized entity which is profiting from this. Um, I, I really think this is the, the, the future. And, um, you know, this is particular platform, I think, is working on this at the moment. And, and, and I feel like they're going to really nail it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think, you know, hopefully they'll launch, you know, one to two months' time. And, and um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, these guys will really change the game uh i'd love to talk to them at some point if you could provide an introduction that'd be very cool when they're ready obviously i'm not gonna uh get in their way um i actually um i i actually have always thought that social tokens had a had a strong potential presence for artists so it's really cool to hear someone's building a platform like that because i kind of harken back to the um uh who wrote whoever wrote the uh, 1000 true fans article are you familiar with that no, no, I haven't read it. Uh, you must send it to me. Yeah, I will send it to you. So there's a there was an article written, um, it was several years ago, where it, it's, it circulates in the startup world and the art world. But the the concept behind it is is that anyone um, in in the social media of today who is an artist or a creator of some kind can actually earn a decent living if they get to one thousand true fans. I think. Now people to say it's oh 10, yes, yes I have read it I have read this yes yeah yes, yes, yes. so I think yeah. that that's kind of a, a I think this whole idea of a social token platform with NFT is is another kind of play on that as, as you know I'm I'm an advisor to Doki Doki and as we talk to artists that have big followings and artists that have small followings um, it's really interesting to see how fervently 
no matter the size of following, their followers want to take in more of what they're creating, right? And so I think the idea of a social token and these these uh, dedicated fans or dedicated uh, followers or appreciators of their art, there's an incredible potential there to create a sustainable financial model for artists and creators from a social token that... Um, oh, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can oh, yes, you hear yes. me? I just cut okay. out from... Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, just cut out for a second. Yeah, so I think that social tokens have an incredible potential for this world to create sustainability, to create the ability for um, artists to to thrive, for creators of all kinds to thrive, um, and know that they are serving their fans and their fans having the satisfaction of actually um, investing in some way into them besides just buying what they create. So I think that's a really cool place to be. And I think, yeah, like a lot of platforms, I think the difficulty with, with, with achieving this is that, um, you know, a lot of platforms have that just an NFT platform. But in order to create this sort of, um, you know, social token sort of um, tokenomics, you really need to have um, a direct link into like a decentralized exchange. Right. And um, so I really feel like, you know, the, for example, you know, the, the, the team from, from Sushi, um, like, what these guys are looking at um, in terms of the NFT space is going to be really unique because it's going to combine, you know, MISO, the you know, token launch pad with this sort of NFT platform um, and especially just the whole ecosystem. Um, and, and I feel like with, with this sort of sort of stuff, you know, if you, if you don't encapsulate the whole ecosystem, um, it's really hard to sort of just make things work. Um, and this is, you know, when we spoke to a lot of different artists, this, this came up all the time as always well. kind of like, you know what, we use um, super rare for this particular, you know, this, if we want to do one of ones, we do super rare. If we want to do multiple drops, we use Nifty Marketplace. If we want to do blah, 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 we use this platform. So artists are using, you know, four to five different platforms. Um, and then speaking of them, right, you know, each platform, they're like, oh, we don't like this platform because of this, or we like this platform because of this. Um, so... I feel like, you know, I said before, curation um, and actually speaking to the artists, I feel like that's, you know, like it's it's quite amazing. And, I, and I'm sure, you know, you as well, you know, having, you know, having this sort of podcast, you know, the more people you speak to, the more you really get a feel of what they're looking for and what they're hoping to achieve. And, and, and they're sort of, what I like to ask them is, you know, their sort of first entry into NFT space or their first entry into um, the sort of digital art space because I feel like that how how people firstly first interact with a platform I think it is super important um, you know for example you know Nifty Gateway you know you, you know in order to interact with that platform you have to have you know or if you want to withdraw you have to have a Gemini account right um, you have to go through KYC and all of this sort of stuff um, or, or you know you come to the other spin you know like NBA Top Shots right you know, you can just use a credit card right know? so. Um, one, you can use a credit card. One, you know, you have to use a MetaMask wallet. So there's, there's all these sort of different variables which um, at the moment which kind of make the barrier of entry sort of sometimes easier, sometimes more difficult. Um, so, yeah, like I think, yeah, the, the, the key really is to, to speak with all these sort of artists and kind of, you know, create a platform which is built from the artists, um, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's fascinating. And I hadn't heard a lot of detail. I haven't heard a lot about Sushi's endeavors um, 
in NFT. So I'm curious to take a look at some of that. So if you have any info, please uh, shoot that over to me in Telegram. That'd be great. Yeah, just uh, I think it's on the I think it's on the forum. Um, okay. Let, yeah, if you check out the forum, um, I will. It, it's it's literally just brand new. Literally, I think maybe like a week ago they started talking about it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think you know that sort of um, you know as I said you know we're here to help artists. You know we're not here to build you know an NFT platform. That's not really our role. Um, but we are here to help people that are building NFT platforms. Does that make sense? Um, but yeah, I definitely think, like we said before, I feel like it's yeah, it's it's about understanding artists. It's about creating a platform for the artists, whether it's you know a musician, whether it's a you know whatever medium they do, whatever vision they have, whatever you know. We've had some artists. <laughs> it's quite funny. You know, we've had some really unique artists write to us and. And you know what, no matter what the artists do, we, we still, you know what, we're still happy to chat with them. You know, like we don't care if you're something crazy, wild or whatever. We want to learn more. You know, we're, we want to learn about their story. We want to learn about their ethos. And, and you know what, like we genuinely want to know as well. We're not there to just, we don't have a formula where like we're just like, you know, tell us this, 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 this. No, no, no. We actually, we're, you know, we're curious about them. We're, we're curious about what they want to achieve. We're passionate about um, helping them achieve what they want. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very, um, yeah, we're super passionate about this industry for sure. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, I feel incredibly fortunate that, that I'm diving in the way I'm diving in to get to do this podcast because it's, it's absolutely fascinating. The people I'm meeting, um, and the ideas I'm hearing and the things people are doing, I'm, I couldn't be more excited. It's, it's, uh, it's fantastic. So, well, is there anything else you want us to know about Art on the Internet, uh, Future Fund, you, things you're doing, how people should reach out to you, um, that kind of thing? You know what? The, the best way to reach out to us is via Twitter. Um, we, we've got a Telegram channel set up as well, which is amazing. You know, we, we have new people writing to us on our Telegram channel, show, showcasing us, um, you know, their amazing artwork. Uh, we're, we're still, you know, I'll be honest, we're still... You know, we, we are looking at every single su submission, you know, so we are day by day going through every single piece of artwork, uh, writing back to everyone. Um, so we're not going to miss, you know, you know, <laughs> for the people that, you know, have written to us and they're still waiting for a few days, you know, we're, we're not going to miss them. We're still, you know, going through everything. Um, but yeah, like, um, hopefully, yeah, people will understand that, you know, AI is for the artists. As I said before, you know, we're, 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 we're created by the artists for the artists. Um, and we're looking at different sort of ways to help evolve the ecosystem. So if people are, you know, in, interested in the metaverse and have an idea that they want to explore, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, we want to, to, to meet people. We want to speak to people. We want to push the space in all different areas. Um, so, you know, we, we, even if we don't know how to do a particular sort of thing, you know, we will find... Um, the expert in that particular field um, that will come and help us. So, yeah, um, if you have a cool idea in art, if you have a cool, um, if you want to you know, chat about art, feel free to reach out. We, we're always open. Awesome. And if you'll send me over the Telegram group link, I'll post that in the show notes with, uh, with, your, with your Twitter link as well. Yeah, amazing. And so I just want to say, you know what, like, amazing with what you're doing as well. You know, like, um, 
Yeah, I, I think the, the another thing is all with NFTs as well. You know, um, you know, speaking of a lot of artists as well. You know, which I didn't actually realize was um, the the clubhouse rooms. You know, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a massive thing, and you know, and um, that's something that you know at the moment you know we haven't gone into all the clubhouses just because of the the sheer volume of you know the the sheer. It's volume overwhelming. The, yeah, yeah, like like you know we've we've had a lot of artists that you know come join us on clubhouse and and. Until we sort of build a, a bigger sort of um, core team members, I think that then then we can start participating in in uh, you know <laughs> it's yeah like, like until we have you know literally um, core team members in, in different sort of countries sort of time zones, then I think it'd be cool to have you know the ability of AOI to be you know speaking to all different people twenty four seven. That's kind of like the goal, um, but. Yeah, I, I think that that whole sort of element of, of clubhouses, well, that's something that's that's amazing about the NFT world. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun kind of intellectually, philosophically sparring, not really fighting, just kind of getting into what their vision is. And that was a lot of fun for me. Please, if you love this podcast, if you like this podcast, Please rate it, review it, and subscribe to it in your favorite podcast player. It does a lot to help us spread the word about NFTcast. And if you haven't yet, please visit degacha.com, D-E-G-A-C-H-A.com, D-E-C-H-A.com. It's our mission to grow the NFT space, and our project is part of it. And we'd love for you to check it out and have fun rolling our Gacha Pond machines.